You are listening to True To You Radio, your home for peace, praise, prosperity, and positivity. Visit us at truetoyouradio.com. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way. You just have to follow. Heart dancing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore what it means to live authentically, create deliberately, and dance with life. I'm your host, Katherine Erickson, and you can find out more about me on my website, KatherineErickson.com. And remember that last name is spelled E-R-I-K-S-E-N. And today I have such a wonderful guest. I'm so excited. Nick Bro is uh, one of those people, he's, he's kind of a renaissance man, and you'll know why as soon as I read his bio. Um, Nick has spent over 10 years in front of a computer screen solving complex problems in the software world. He basically hacked computers for a living. And now, guess what? He hacks something totally different people's lives. He's in the business of being a breakthrough facilitator, and he's got this magical way of having you look at your own life, see where you're stuck, and helping you move forward. Nick is also the author of the newest Amazon best-selling book in the self-help personal transformation category called The Power of Joy. Nick, thank you so much for being on the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Hey, Catherine, how are you making out? I'm great. How are you? Awesome. I'm great. Yeah, and I left some things out of your bio. Do you want to expand on that at all before we get into the interview? No, I think that's great. Okay. Um, Are you, I know you're an author, and we'll talk about the book in just a minute, but I kind of want to hear how you got to this point. I mean, computer programmer, sitting in front of a screen, how does that get to the power of joy? Yeah, it's like, you know, one day I was kind of sitting, sitting at my desk in my cubicle and, you know, life was, was good, but it wasn't, you know, what I knew was really possible. And it's like, I had this deep down feeling that, you know, that there was more to life than this, that I wasn't meant to be, you know, working my way to retirement, you know, only three weeks vacation a year. I'm not really doing the things I really wanted to do. Um, and that was really kind of the, the, the aha moment that made me kind of realized that, you know, I had to listen to that deep down voice because 
there was, there, it felt like there was this truth. And I think a lot of people have that deep down feeling that there is more to life than this and that life is supposed to be easier than it really is. But a lot of people just don't follow that. Well, so once you had that aha moment, did you start reading books? Did you start following people? I mean, what was your next step? Um, I, I probably spent about, at that time, probably seven or eight years in parallel studying, you know, personal development, um, you know, things like law of attraction, human behavior, consciousness. Um, and it was like almost as if, you know, the right book would fall in front of me when I needed it or the right event would occur to help me kind of move on to the next, the next step or the next level or, or where I wanted to go. Um, so eventually, um, I just decided, you know, it's, it's time for the change. It's time for the change to happen. And the universe was supporting me um, financially and, and in different ways. So really, it was just a matter of combining the right level of trust and, and honoring my intuition and, and learning to use the tools that I had learned to clear out some of the fears that were preventing me from moving forward. Right. And have you found in your coaching practice, uh, obviously, fear is the thing that stops people in their tracks. And how do you coach people through that? Is there any practical way you can explain how you handle that with your, with your clients so our audience yeah. can also kind of move through if they're facing any fears right now? Yeah, the approach that I take is kind of around the law of attraction. It's kind of like the flip side of the coin, I call it. So most people, when they look at the law of attraction, they think of, you know, how do I attract what I want, right? Most people think it's about, you know, vision boards and affirmations and, and, and that's part of it. But what I do is I look at, you know, what situations do you have going in your life today? You know, where are you stuck? What are you not manifesting? And what do you have going on that's causing those scenarios? So it's all about really identifying the emotions that somebody has, the beliefs they're holding on to that are keeping you stuck and preventing you from moving forward. Mm -hmm. And then once they've identified those beliefs or, or thoughts, what's the next step? Yeah, so the next step is, is, is more or less clearing. Um, one of the tools that I use is fairly well known now. It's called tapping or emotional freedom technique, where you basically use specific statements and tap on acupressure points um, to help let go of those emotions and the beliefs. And are you a certified EFT practitioner? Yeah, we actually fly somebody in from Toronto here. Um, usually about every five to six months, a certified trainer. So I've done the training a number of times. I've been using it for about two or three years now. Um, I'm trained in about, I would say, firmly trained in about a dozen or so different modalities, everything from you know, Reiki to neurolinguistics, data healing, timeline therapy, access consciousness, a whole bunch of different things. Um, and really EFT is the one that I keep coming back to because I find that um, it's easy to use and it's, it's very powerful. And it's, it's kind of, um, what's nice about it is that I'm not doing the work. I'm facilitating. It's the client that does the work. So I tap on myself. I use the statements on myself and they get to tap on themselves and use the same statements on themselves. So they're actually doing the work on themselves. I'm just guiding the client. Mm. And that's really what you love to do is facilitate, isn't it? Absolutely. It's all about empowering people. Right. And have you seen some amazing transformations in your clients after they've gone through one, two, three sessions with you? Yeah. Generally, I like to work with people for about um, six to eight sessions. Um, you know, we're dealing with, you know, what happens is we have this thing, I call it the inner inbox. I talk about it in my book, where every time you experience an event in life, it's like an email comes in. And if that's a positive feel-good event, well, that email has positive feel-good emotions attached. So, of course, you want to go ahead and open that email and read it and feel it. 
But when negative events occur or trauma, uh, those emails that come in have you know, negative emotions attached, things that don't feel so good. So we have a tendency not to touch them. So over time, our inner inbox gets cluttered with all these negative emotions that weigh us down. So A, a it pulls us out of that happy place, and B, it's what's responsible for the things that keep us stuck, like relationship problems, career problems, money problems, things of that nature. And if people don't attend to that inner inbox, that's where they can get stuck, or that's where the fear can begin. Is, is that a fair statement? Exactly, yeah. So if you've got a roommate who walks in the door and you left milk on the counter and your roommate picks up the milk and throws it across the room because he's angry, it's not that he's upset about the milk and it's not that he's got anger in his DNA when he was born. It's that over the course of his life, his inner inbox has basically amassed a lot of anger that he hasn't dealt with. So a lot of the work that I do is, is identifying what you've got going on inside of you and then letting all that stuff go. Because that's the stuff that, A, when you let go of it, makes you feel better. It brings you back to that natural state of joy. And B, from a law of attraction standpoint, when you've got that stuff going on inside of you, you're going to attract situations that reflect those emotions. Mm-hmm. And again, if you don't attend to those, the negative emotions and negative feelings or beliefs, that's more of what you're going to attract. Exactly. And it impacts things such as, you know, happiness or even, you know, physical symptoms like chronic pain. I've, I've seen people clear out three or four years of chronic pain just by doing emotional clearing work. Really? That is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and, you know, one of the, the things I teach is if you do suffer from a chronic symptom or chronic pain, you know, ask yourself, what was going on in my life when that started? Right. What emotions were I going through? Um, at around the same time, right? If you've got an emotion or if you've got a physical symptom that continues to reoccur, take some time to analyze what goes on in your life at those same moments when those symptoms are reoccurring and often you'll find a pattern. Because there really is a connection. There's a body, mind, and I think emotional connection. We're synergistic beings, right? So if something negative happens and you tend to uh, have that located in one particular part of your body, you can still carry that physical pain because it represents the emotional pain. Absolutely. And that's what Louise Hay talked about in You Can Heal Your Body. Yes. Yes. That's a great, great book. Well, what do you have a favorite story um, from your uh, coaching practice before we move on and talk about your book? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't talk a lot about my clients, but one of my own personal stories and one that I talk about in the book is um, so for me, since I've cleaned out a lot of my emotional stuff and my, my baggage or cleaned out my inbox, what happens is the more you clean your stuff, the more your, your connection with your inner being gets stronger. So the more you're in a state of joy, the more you experience synchronicity. So I experience you know, fairly significant synchronicities all the time. And one of my favorites is um, after I'd left my marriage, I spent um, the summer living in, in a cottage by the ocean and even though I knew I had done the right thing by leaving my marriage, um, I had this, you know, I was at kind of an all-time low, a lot of uncertainties in my life. And I said, you know, I said, okay, universe, you know, show me a sign that everything's going to be okay. So, you know, later that day I had to run into town. And I always take the coastal road when I go into town. But for some reason, my intuition was yelling out, you know, take the highway, take the highway, take the highway. Um, so, of course, I listened to my intuition and I took the highway and I merged. And as soon as I merged, I looked up. And the license plate on the car in front of me said, trust God. Um, <laughs> and when that happened, I had this realization that, you know, if the universe can create that, that fine grained of an experience, 
who am I not to trust, you know, what's going on? Who am I to doubt what the universe is going to put me through? So I, I kind of fell into this real state of trusting um, from that point forward. And then a number of months later, I met my current girlfriend. Her name is Anik. So my name is Nick. Her name is Anik. Both of our parents call us Nick. Oh, boy. Um, we, we both drive the same car. And, you know, after we started dating, we realized that we had both left our marriages on pretty much the exact same day. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what I tell people is, is the more you, you deal with your inner stuff, um, the more you clear, the more you learn to listen to your intuition, the easier life gets, the more you experience these synchronicities. And that's really how life is, is meant to be lived. Yes, thank you. I love that story. Um, I wanted to go ahead and talk now about your book, and this is a nice segue. One of the uh, quotes that I love from your book, if I can go ahead and just read it, read it. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, it just it this just really hit me, and this is from uh, Nick's book, The Power of Joy. The level of joy you are excuse me, the level of joy you are experiencing in any given moment represents the level of connectivity that exists between you and your inner being. I just think that is just so well said and it's beautiful and it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and for me, when people come to work with me, it doesn't matter if you're looking to work on relationships, on career success, on finances. It's all the same work. It's all about clearing your stuff, getting you back into that joyful, happy place so that you can then connect with your inner being and live your life through it, right? Because it's there to support you and help you out. Um, it's just that so many people are living their lives disconnected. That's what makes life a struggle. Yes. So stop being disconnected, get, get connected. And obviously coaching with you is one way, but uh, your book is another. And I'm assuming that's why you wrote the book, The Power of Joy. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and it took me a while to, you know, well over a year to write the book because I really wanted to write something that was going to be life changing. It's like, I, I know the work that I do is life changing because I see it in all my clients. Mm -hmm. And after I wrote the book, I didn't just write a book, but I went, created some worksheets to go along with it, some meditations. Because what I realized, and this is something that I did for a long time, is that a lot of people read really good you know, personal development, self-help books, but then they put the book down and they don't do much for themselves to apply the practices in the book. So I wanted to create a whole structure to support the content of the book. And that's what I call Shift Club. Okay. Well, and good. I'm glad you brought that up. So the power of joy, I mean, the, the title speaks for itself. And uh, is it divided into sections? Yeah, the book, the book is divided into three, three major sections. It's about a 200-page book, so an average-sized book um, for its niche. Um, the first sec section and the third section that contain, a lot, contain a lot of concepts, a lot of stories about synchronicities. And then the second section um, is the, the application of the concepts. So it's a lot about um, the techniques that I use. It teaches uh, the readers digging tools, how to identify, how to clear um, and that's where the worksheets come in handy because at the end of each or even most chapters, um, there's an instructional set in terms of, you know, applying the work for your, yourself. Right. And when someone buys a book, either as a paperback or a Kindle, will they have those worksheets available to them? Yeah, they're all on the website. So once you, once you get to the end of the chapter, it'll give you a URL and you just uh, go to that URL and you can create an account to log in at no cost. 
Oh, great. And what website would that take them to? I'm just trying to go through logically the entire process. Sure. Yeah. The book website is discoverthepowerofjoy.com. And then the Shift Club uh, login is discoverthepowerofjoy.com slash Shift Club. Yeah. So tell us about Shift Club. That sounds really intriguing. Yeah. So Shift Club is where you find all the worksheets. Um, there's meditations. There's an online community. Um, there's instructional videos. So, so you can learn how to do tapping. And there's also tapping videos. I call it prescription EFT. So let's say one day you've got a lot of anger going on, then you can log into Shift Club and you can do some tapping work on that emotion of anger to help clear it. Wow. And that's all available for someone who buys your book. Yeah. So there's, there's a free, with the book, there's the free, there's free content and there's premium content. Mm. So all, all the content that's associated with the book is free. Um, and then you, if you want to become part of the, the more extensive community, um, then there's a, there's a fee for the premium version. And why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners how much that is, because I know it's, it's worth it. Just based on our conversation today, I know it's worth it. But how much is that? Yeah, the, the regular price, I think, is fifty or $49 a month. Um, but if you sign up for a year, I think it's about 200 Okay. So, and for $200, you get a lot more in-depth material, and what else do you get? Yeah, you get one-year access um, to the whole package. You get access to me. I'm there every day supporting my community members on a Facebook group. Um, you get access to all the tapping videos, and even if there's a video that's missing. So, let's say one day you get an emotion that's not in Shift Club, then send me a message, let me know, and I go and I record it, and I add it in. Oh, so there's a there's a like live link almost to you when you're available. Yeah, absolutely. And there's also uh, other EFT practitioners too that got, um, who work with me so that I can refer to them if I'm, I'm too busy to work with people. Right. Oh, that is really a cool idea. Well, so tell me how the book's doing. Uh, it's doing great. So the, the official launch for the book was on Thursday. Um, within 24 to 48 hours, it was number one for um, self-help personal transformation in Canada. And then the next day, it was in top spot on Amazon.com. Um, I don't remember the name of the category, but it was next to uh, Eckhart Tolle and Esther Hicks. So um, it was doing pretty good. Oh, my gosh. How exciting. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So the power of joy was uh, sitting next to the power of now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess That's, you're right. Yeah. Oh, I would have taken snapshots and blown them up and put them yeah. all over. Yeah. The best the best yeah. part too isn't isn't so much the rankings, but it's the feedback I'm getting from readers. The readers are really enjoying the book. Um and really that's what's made the whole process so rewarding. Well, what are people saying? If you can just quick Um they're they're loving the stories, they're loving how much they can relate. Um a lot of what's interesting is when I read books, I'm very analytical. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't feel a lot of the content in the book, but a lot of the, the readers are coming back to me telling me how, ma how amazing the book makes them feel. Um, so it's, it's neat. And I'm, I'm anxious to see how over the course of the next month, readers are going to make out when they start applying the exercises, because I'm sure they're going to experience some really significant um, shifts that they don't realize are coming. Yes, and that's what's so exciting. You know what's in store for them, but they may not have a clue. <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And to be able to deliver those kinds of tools to people and have them rediscover their own joy, I mean, that is just phenomenal. Thank you, Nick, for doing absolutely. that. Absolutely, it's, it's, it's my pleasure, and it's a really fun ride to be on. 
Yeah, and I can't, I'm going to follow you. So everyone listening right now, run out to Amazon and look up The Power of Joy. And it's by Nick Bro, B-R-E-A-U. And when you go on his website, that shift club is really cool. Take a minute and go in it and you'll quickly realize what the value is, either as a free or as the paid customer. So Nick, do you have any final takeaway or final giveaway, I should say, uh, for our audience before we wrap up? Um, the, only, the only suggestion I like to make to people is um, take some time to, to look at your life and uh, see if you can make joy and happiness a little bit more of a priority. Mm. And when, when you say that to people, can you tell if they understand what you're saying or not? Yeah, what, what comes to mind is um, I give a fair number of um, talks. And when I give a talk, I always start by asking the audience three questions. And the first question I ask is, you know, over the last five months, what's your number one priority? And then I'll ask the audience to raise their hand. So how many people said work? How many people said school? How many people said taking care of their kids? And then I'll say, how many people said happiness? So how many people have made happiness over the last five months a priority? And of course, nobody raises their hand. Mm -hmm. And then I ask on a zero to 10 scale, how happy have you been over the last five months? If you were to average it out, zero being that you haven't cracked a single smile, 10 being that if you're any happier, your head would pop off. <laughs> um, and most, most audiences average around five to six. And then the last question I ask is, you know, where does happiness come from? Is it an inside job, inside state of being, or is it based on your level of success? And of course, everybody knows it's an inside job. So why is it that so few people are in the eights, nines, and tens? Why are we averaging so low if it's an inside job, right? And part of the problem is people are so busy trying to achieve happiness through success, they're not bothering just being happy. Yes, and that is so profound. I love yeah. that. And you just reminded me of another quote from your book, if I can find it. Um, so the state of happiness is not in the achieving, it's in the being. Absolutely. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, here's the quote. I was able to find it. If you really want to be happy, and I know you do, you need to redirect your focus from the things you believe will make you happy to the actual state of happiness itself. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. because everything, everything anybody ever wants, we want those desires in the belief that those desires are going to bring us some form of relief or make us feel a certain way. And in reality, you don't need those desires to feel that way. You can feel it without needing those desires. And when you achieve that feeling, that tends to be when those desires show up. So we've had it backwards. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Well, thank you, Nick. I so enjoyed this interview. And again, I urge everyone to check out The Power of Joy and check out Nick Bro. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we talk to people like Nick and discover how they have found their happiness, how they found their joy. Thank you again, and be well. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, heart Dancing, it's the only way to live. 